plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, before we let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of OM... We want to give a shout out to a couple of our show sponsors. The first is Recruit.ie, which is uh, up until now has been a, an amazing website for uh, job hunters. Now they've launched a brand new uh, app, making finding your dream job easier than ever. You can browse hundreds of jobs from Ireland's leading employers and apply in one tap. You'll also get access to amazing virtual recruitment fairs free careers advice and much more all you have to do is visit your app store on your phone and search for recruit.ie download the app install it onto your phone and then you can uh, immediately search for your new dream job today so once again on your own app store find recruit.ie install it on your phone and start looking for your dream job and we also want to give a shout out to another one of our show sponsors yes if you're like me and you like eating out especially with children uh, because uh, who wants to cook for children well the snail box has everything for you it's both a family run restaurant but it caters for families but not only does it cater for families it also caters for a romantic because romance is in the air at the moment it also caters for romance so you can have just a meal just the two of you as I said it's a family run business uh, just outside Dublin on the N2 between Ashburn and Slane uh, at Kilmoon Cross it serves delicious food friendly service and fun for the whole family it's also open seven days a week and the menu is absolutely beautiful I've been there a few times I've sampled the food I'm not easy to please but I was pleased with the food that they serve at the snail box so uh, if you're looking to treat your family or your loved one to a nice little meal out and it won't cost you an arm and a leg very reasonable prices um, check out the snail box on the N2 between Ashburn and Slane and we give a big shout out to Philip and Stephen and Paddy and all of the staff at the snail box uh, and they've been very loyal supporters of the Opinions Matter podcast and we've so been very loyal supporters of their menu absolutely as you can see by your stomach <laughs> how many times do you eat there a week uh, too many too many yeah. Anyway, what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter? A lady called Barbara Harris runs a controversial charity in the United States called Project Prevention. And what this charity does is very simple. It offers drug addicts money in order to get sterilized so that they can't have babies. Now, Harris doesn't think addicts should have children, and her charity is using cash incentives to make sure they don't. So uh, basically what this charity does, they've already paid uh, thousands of addicts over $300 to be uh, sterilized and given money um, to many more in exchange for long-term contraception. So they basically pay the bill. Now, in the States, obviously, um, medical care is expensive. So what this lady uh, will do is pay for all of um, the cost of being sterilized or having a bar inserted into your arms so that you can't become pregnant. Um, She has uh, bought the fertility of tens of thousands of Americans with drug and alcohol problems, mainly women, but also some men. And here's what she said. To me, it's about preventing child abuse. 
This is legal child abuse. Babies are being born in withdrawal, underweight, with serious medical problems, and if they survive, they are destined to a bleak future. What's the quality of life they're going to have? How many problems are they going to have? The cycle will keep repeating itself, but it is preventable. She says, it's all just common sense to me. And I have a question for you. Would you like to see a charity like that being set up in Ireland that goes around and gives cash incentives mainly to women to become sterilised in order that they can't have uh, children anymore if they are in an addictive cycle? Or if they don't want to get sterilised, they will uh, have a more uh, permanent form of contraception like a bar or whatever inserted into their arm. 085-825-2626 is our uh, number. Um... What yeah. do you think of this? That's a no-brainer, isn't it, really? Uh, she is right in what she said. By the way, this isn't forced sterilisation. So there was people messaging saying, uh, this is Nazi Germany stuff. No, it's not Nazi Germany stuff. This is offering adult addicts money. Now, some of the money goes towards them, and the rest of it goes towards the procedure to get done. So there's, there has to be a benefit for doing this. Um, but she is right in what she says. A child has no chance being born to a junkie, a junkie parent. What chance does a child have? I don't know how a junkie could raise a child. I mean, I'm not a, an addict, and neither is my wife, and we find it hard to, to raise the children. What? And you all know what we're talking about, and you can be all, you know, left about this and say, oh, they're people as well. Nobody's saying they're not people, but all you have to do is walk through the city centre and see see uh, addict parents trying to mind children and I'll never forget a, a year ago it's still stuck in my mind on the Lewis and uh, a woman absolutely off her face this was at 10 o'clock in the morning and the baby crying in the pram and the baby was screaming crying what did you pick up and she was ah, that's all she, she couldn't even muster a word ah, could barely stand up and I'm thinking what chance does that child have mm. in life? It is very, very sad, I have to say. Uh, I find it horrific to see a, a, a child in the care of a drug addict. And I say in the care of. Yeah, um, how much care? How much yeah. care can an addict... Um, so if they're willing to go along with it and willing to say, yes, I will get... Uh, I will get the contraception, whatever it is over here to be the bar. I'll get the bar put in my arm. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, if you ever want to know how horrific it is for a baby to be born with cold turkey, uh, my friend was a um, midwife and she's since left the job, but she was a midwife in Hollis Street for 15 years. And she said one of the most horrific things you can ever see is a baby being born with cold turkey. Mm. I'm sure it's disgusting. I she really am. It's, it's horrific. We'd love to hear from you on this. Our number is 085-825-2626. Um, uh, let us know whether or not you would like to see a charity like this American one uh, opening here in Ireland and um, helping addicts to not become pregnant anymore, basically. Let's have a listen to uh, a little bit of, of, of this lady herself. So this is the woman in America who set up the uh, charity... She was featured in uh, a documentary about Project Prevention, which is the name of her charity. Have a listen to uh, Barbara Harris. Nothing positive comes to a drug addict who gives birth to eight children that are taken away from her. This is a win-win for everybody. I think if there's anything that everybody can agree on, the left, the right, and everybody in the middle, it's, it's not okay to abuse children. You think having a child when you're, when you're drinking and taking drugs is child abuse? Yes. Well, they say don't even drink caffeine when you're pregnant, so I don't know how meth could be good for a baby. We're solving the problem we're dealing with. 
we're preventing women who are strung out on drugs and alcohol from conceiving a child. Nobody has a right to force feed any child drugs and then deliver a child that may die or may have lifelong illnesses. Nobody has that right. All right. Nobody has that right, she says. Uh, just one message that came in a moment ago uh, from Paddy. Um, and I want to get your reaction to this, Jeremy. Paddy says, um, uh, drug addicts can turn their lives around and become brilliant parents. No, nobody said that, Paddy. Again, that's that's listening to something that who, who okay. But if that? you're if you're sterilized, well, it's to, not going to be very easy to become a parent. Is it? You just take the bar out. You get the bar taken out. That's how, that's how this happens, Paddy. Um, nobody has said that someone who was formerly a drug addict cannot be a good parent. But what we are saying is that if you are on heroin or even methadone at this very moment in time, you are not going to be able to give the baby or the child the life that they. How could someone, Paddy, who is out of their face and heroin be able to cook a dinner for a child or see to a child that needs attention or help a child with their homework. So nobody's talking about someone who used to be an addict. Listen to what is being said. We're talking about people who are on drugs at this moment. Now, if you get clean 20 years down the, down the line, have as many kids as you want. All right, let me go to John. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, John? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, John. Uh, so this charity in the States uh, offers w- mainly women, not not exclusively women, but uh, mainly women, uh, money in order to uh, get sterilized or get permanent contraception like a bar or whatever in, in their arm in order that they can't become pregnant. What do you think of this idea? I think it's a great idea. I'd, I'd expand this. I'd... Um I'd say a prison year now is, is nine months because you get remission no matter what. I'd say anyone over 50 convictions, if you want your remission, you get to snip or you get, get tired. We, we need to stop the army as crows that are being dragged up. So hang on, you you would force sterilisation on people? No, no, they'd be given the option. You can do 12 months in prison or you can do nine months with your remission once you get this done. And that, that applies to criminals as well? Any, I'd say anyone over 50 convictions. Anybody over 50 convictions should be offered the opportunity to reduce their sentence if they uh, get sterilised. Well, the sentence reduced as it is. Anyway, a prison is only nine months. So I take away the remission and say you, you can't have the remission unless... You stop breathing throats, basically. Okay, now, as you know, um, any thought, and um, some comments on our page were saying you can't force sterilization. This isn't forced sterilization. Uh, no, this the is. Given yeah. Now, the worry is that if you offer a drug addict a couple of hundred quid or a couple of thousand quid to get sterilized, um, the reality is they're just going to uh, use that money to make their habit all the worse. But that's, well, it's like the ace, it's their body, their choice. Let them for whatever junk they want into it once there's no one dependent on them, once there's no one else going to be harmed by it as in a baby. Okay, so you would support the idea of offering uh, drug addicts money in order to get, in order that they get sterilised and not be able to have uh, children anymore? Yeah, if you have kids, the kids are going to be cost a lot more, be a lot more of a drain on society than, than giving them a couple of hundred quid. Hmm. Okay, but stay there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. Fully in favour of the idea of offering sterilisation and paying for it and giving a few extra bob uh, to drug addicts. I can't think of a reason against it. If anybody can think of a reason why this is a bad idea. Okay, none of us, yeah? Mm-hmm. None of us want... Uh, Children brought up by drug addicts, do we? Because we're all for no. In an ideal world, no. So that is preventing that, is it not? Yeah, but it it, it does seem to be. Uh, I mean, it's uh, offering money to uh, not have babies. It just seems a bit 
grotesque, really. But the, the end result is that people don't have babies that don't can, that can't look after them. Is that not the end result? Anya, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Anya. Hello, guys. Now, Anya, well, what's your view on this? Should drug addicts be offered money in order to not have babies? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit torn about the idea because there is uh, there is positive and negative to it. Um, I do agree with the impact that we don't want people who can't you know, look after themselves for the basic necessities. Like being on drugs, it's like that is the number one priority. Everything else comes second, you know? Yes, so uh, if a um, drug-addicted mother, um, she will only be interested in her drugs and the child will even be second. In, In most cases, I believe, yes. So you say you're torn over the idea of offering uh, drug addicts money in order to get sterilized. Why are you torn over it? Because you're offering the money. Where's the money going to go to? And that is the it's reality. And, and it, yeah, this is what I said a second ago, that uh, the reality of this, Jeremy, is you are literally offering somebody money in order to make their habit yeah, even yeah, worse. Yeah, lads, but that money is going to run out. That money's it's not thousands, by the way. It's, it's a couple of hundred quid. That's going to run out after one fix, which they're going to get anyway. But the end result here, lads, the end result here is that someone who can't care for a baby, doesn't have a baby. That's the end result. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. There's no negative to this. Do you agree with that, that there's no negative to this? Uh, I do agree in that aspect, yes. But um, maybe later on down the line, if this person does think, right, I need to get my act together, I want to be clean, they can do it. But then if they want to have a child later on down the line, if they're permanently sterilised, what what's going, what can be done then? Uh, well, if you if they choose that option, then there's not an awful lot you can do. Uh, but in the states, my understanding is that a lot of them choose uh, a more permanent form of contraception, like a, an implanted bar or whatever, and that is totally paid for by this charity. It lasts for years, and uh, that means that person isn't going to be having a child in the foreseeable. So, is there a method that could be offered that could be reversible? Yeah, well, a, a contraceptive bar would be that. Okay. Okay. Stay, stay there for one second if you can, please, Anya. 085-825-2626 is our uh, number. I want to give you a little bit of a warning. You may be triggered by the comments we're about to hear from uh, Ashley. I can feel myself getting thrown out over today's topic already. Um, no, junkies should not be paid to be sterilised so they can't bring traumatised babies into the world. They should be just automatically sterilised. And if they have kids, they should be taken off them. Now, Ashley, you're talking about forced sterilisation. Nobody, bar you, Ashley, would agree with that. Um, You you can't say that. That's not fair to say. Hang on, hang on. No, no, hang on. This is Nazi Germany stuff. You round people up. You find an addict injecting heroin. She happens to be a woman. You throw her in the back of a paddy wagon and you take her off and you perform surgery on her. No, to suggest that Ashley... Well, is Ashley the only person? We're going to play your message again just so you're clear what she says. Adrian believes Ashley is the only person in Ireland who feels this way. uh, I want you to... Hang on, I'll play in a second. But I want you to think through this whole thing. Forced sterilization is what she's talking about here. She is talking about that. means dragging people in off the street, dragging them into Hollis Street Hospital and performing surgery against their will. Really, think about it. Just have a listen to her message again. I can feel myself getting thrown out over today's topic already. Um, 
no, junkies should not be paid to be sterilised so they can't bring traumatised babies into the world. They should be just automatically sterilised. And if they have kids, they should be taken off them. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Brian, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Brian? Hello, how are you doing, Jeremy? Hey, Adrian, sorry. Yeah, so, uh, here, I've been called an awful lot worse. Anyway, um, what did you <laughs> want to say on this? Um, you heard that message I played a second ago uh, from yeah. a woman saying that drug addicts should be forcibly sterilised. What you, what's your reaction to that? I don't think anybody would agree with that. I, I actually think it's wrong on so many levels. Actually, you know, it's not right in any way whatsoever. And what about the idea of offering them money to be sterilised? That mother, please, I'm just trying to speak. Uh, no, mother, hold on. Sorry, uh, Adrian, my mother is speaking to me here. I'll call you back in two minutes, Jeff. Okay, all right, no problem. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's very strange. <laughs> For, well, there's a first for everything, isn't there? In all the years, I've never heard <laughs> that, that happen before. I'll call you back in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was, that was Brian. Now, a few minutes ago, we played a message from Ashley who was saying that uh, addicts should be forced to be sterilised. Mm-hmm. And Adrian said, oh, nobody believes Ah, you, you're off the wall, you're off the wall. Um, nobody would agree with that. We are getting loads of messages agreeing with her. First call... That rings in. I want you to in. think about the logic no, behind this. Why are you saying it to me? I'm not saying it there. Jess agrees completely with Ashley. Forced sterilization, Jess. Absolutely. And how, how does that work? Explain that to me. How, how would that practically work? So somebody is a drug addict. They're, um, they're pregnant or they have the ability to become pregnant and uh, they're uh, injecting heroin or doing whatever drugs it is. What do you do to stop that woman becoming pregnant then? Well, if it's, if it's a lad, then you bring him in, you chop it off. And if it's a woman, then you bring him into a tire tubes. <laughs> so she decides, uh, let's work with a woman here for a second. Uh, she's a drug addict. She's an active user. Um, you drag her into a hospital, put her on an operating table and forcibly sterilize her against her will. Nervous. She can hurt herself, like not any other, not an innocent child. Again, I, I want you to think through this of how this would actually happen. I don't know. Lure, lure them into the hospital with heroin or meth if you have to. Right, <laughs> lure them into the hospital. So here we go, coochie coochie. Follow me. Look at this. Look at this lovely bag. Follow me. I mean, come on, Jess. That's ridiculous. It's also ridiculous that they're actually allowed to have children. I agree. I, I, I think it's ridiculous that they are having children. You can't... So you, something has to be done. I'm, I'm not arguing the point that something has to be done, but maybe that something is encouraging um, people who are at a reproductive age and drug addicts, encouraging them to be sterilised or whatever, uh, but to be forcing them just seems bizarre. Well, at the very least, like the one in America who's paying them. Like, that needs to be brought over here then as well, at the least, because something has to be done to stop them from going around and producing. And if that's forced sterilisation, well, then so be it. Forced contraception or forced sterilisation, something has to be done. Okay, we'll stay there for one second, Jess, if you can, please. 085-825-2626 is our uh, number. Can I just say to you now, I'm literally... Well, the team here are giving me call after call after call that are all agreeing with what Jess is saying there. 
forced sterilization. I'm just, I'm just saying what people are saying. I'm not forcing people to say this. Everybody is now ringing in saying, Adrian, you're completely off the mark. Uh, yes, forced sterilization. And there's uh, Lauren who just commented to say, uh, I think forcing them is really messed up. Yeah, Lauren, we're trying to get you onto the show right now, so just send us your number. Yeah, if you can, thank you. Okay. 085-825-2626. Now, Brian is back on with us. Uh, everything all right there, Brian? Oh, grand, yeah. Okay. Now, what did you want to say on this? Should um, drug addicts be sterilised? Not in any way at all. It's wrong on so many levels. Okay, in what way is it wrong? Well, actually, I think this is so wrong. It should not happen in any way. Like, come on, paying someone to get fertilised. What is it? Sterilised, yeah. Sterilised, yeah. Hello. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh my God, what is happening here? What's happening here? Oh, Jesus. That's Mammy again, wasn't it? I'm not ringing ringing that person back. I'm I'm terrified. Ooh, right. Um, oh eight five eight two five twenty. But this is a live podcast. What is That's going? What makes it so different? What is going on there, though? Like, I mean, what grown man is not allowed to make a phone call? <laughs> in, in his own? Mm. Eddie sent us this WhatsApp voice note. Oh yeah, lads. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Um, now, obviously, it's a temporary measure. Put a bar in somebody if they're a junkie. Um, they can't have kids for possibly a period of two to three years. If they turn their life around, they can get the bar taken out and on they go with their life. And then when they're clean, they can have kids. Yeah, everyone's a winner. Who wants to have a kid and the parent is a junkie? What what chances that child have? It's like when, when the topic last week was a. Uh, People who can't afford kids, having kids. And I was all for don't have kids if you can't afford them. And it's the same with this. Imagine being a child of a junkie parent. What chance have you got in life? It's a brilliant idea. All right, Eddie, thanks very much indeed. Lauren, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Lauren. Hi, I'm good, thanks. Now, Lauren, what do you want to say on this? What do you think of the idea of offering money to drug addicts to get sterilised? It is actually a really difficult one because I do think sterilisation temporary. Now, I don't, I don't really think permanent is a good idea at all. But the temporary sterilisation, I do think it is a good idea. I used to work in town for like a good few years, and you would see people coming into the shop with kids, and they'd be off, like they'd be off their head. And one time there was a child who was forgotten in our shop and I ended up having to go out into the street, like out into Henry Street and find their parents because they just didn't remember they left them. So things like that, like that really frustrated me the way there was nothing that could be done. And so, yeah, I I don't know about the money because I just, yeah, I do think you're paying them, they're going to get sterilized. And then what are they doing with the money? Are they going to get more drugs? Because I wouldn't want to encourage that either. So it is hard. Okay, so give give me the details again of of, uh, what happened in the shop. Well, I used to work in a shop on Henry Street and like I was the manager there and I was just, you know, working away and I saw this, I remember like this, the whole family had come in and I'd seen them and they had a little boy with them and after a few minutes, I could kind of just see him crying and I kind of went over to him being like, are you okay? And he was like, I don't know, you know, you're saying he couldn't find his parents and I looked up and I realized, like, oh my God, they're gone. So obviously, like, you don't really know what to do in that situation. You kind of know the guards aren't going to really do anything. But the only thing, like, I'm lucky I'm a girl as well, because I feel like any man couldn't have just grabbed this, you know, the hand of this child and walked around. So I took him by the hand, and we went out of the shop, and I went down to DPO Arcade. And luckily, I kind of, I went down to the very end, and I saw them in JD Sports. So I walked up to them, and I kind of poked the dad on the shoulder, and he kind of, like, swiveled around awkwardly to me and I was like are you missing something and he kind of did this little swivel looked around underneath him and he looked at his son and he was like oh yeah thanks ha he thought it was hilarious I didn't find it funny at all 
I just kind of had to give them back to him. But, you know, you just don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I mean, were they definitely brass monkeys? Were they definitely junkies, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Oh, my God. So they were so out of it that they didn't even realise they left their child behind? No, completely oblivious. And I'd say he was about five or six. And oh. he was one of those kids that you could tell had to nearly raise themselves. He was way too smart to be that small. That is awful. Like, what hope is that child got? Mm. Where is that child now? You you would you would wonder, wouldn't you? I know, yeah, yeah, you would. But do you think Jess was being a bit of a, a, bit of a Nazi there saying, drag them into the hospital and give them injections? Yeah, I think, to be honest, I do think there is a fine line. And I think when you're pushing something like that, that's kind of dangerous waters. I mean, it, 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 I Jessica, know. it really is to be, you know, to be talking of forced sterilization is is Nazi stuff because as so, somebody messaged us a couple of minutes ago and said um, it starts with junkies then disabled people and then could extend even further ah, we'll where does this land. end that's ridiculous yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> how is it ridiculous so what, the, 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 ne- next they'll be sterilising overweight people stopping them when you stop it that's not going to happen so why drug addicts why are drug addicts the only people in society that we're even having this conversation about because they literally don't know to take care of themselves like, what hope do they have with a fucking child so you believe that uh, drug addicts should be forcibly uh, sterilised, should be brought in off the street and uh, made get sterilised, even if it's a, a, having a bar inserted in their arm? Either forced sterilised or forced contraception. Either way, I don't care what they can produce. OK, stay there for one second if you can, please. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Catherine, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Catherine? Oh, my... I'm fucking... The, the cheeky is... Like, you know, you are letting people talk about people. It's disgusting. What's your issue here? Wait, it, they're all, like, fucking nasty. Like, am I actually hearing this right today? What part are you annoyed about? Okay, let's let's start at the start. A charity in the States, which is also operated in the UK from time to time, offers drug addicts money in order to be sterilized. That is disgusting. Like to me, I don't like you can put torn it in your womb off so basically so that you can't uh, you can't have kids and then paying them through it. That is disgraceful. What's disgraceful, Catherine, is I don't know if you heard that girl's story a couple of minutes ago of the child being left alone in the city centre because the parents were drugged out of it. That's disgraceful that parents are so drugged. Do you honestly think someone who's on heroin at the moment can be a good parent? Not like, yeah, they, they get better. Like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't be telling people that they have to, like, get sterilised and all. That's disgusting. Okay, well, let me read a message that came in to us just a second ago, and it says, I worked in a school, and the worst thing you can do is hand a child back to a junkie parent, especially when the child doesn't want to go. Now, the fact of the matter is that many drug addicts are incapable of minding themselves, let alone minding a child. Uh, many of them are well able as well. Some are. Some are. No, men, like, that's all like that's all in use our heads. That you all think doctors are on drugs, they're not capable of minding anyone. You don't actually know that. You're not in every house. You you have what, three children, four children, how many children have you got? Yeah, I'm expecting again. I've two and another one on the way. Okay, well let me ask you this now. If your sister in law was strung out on heroin at the moment, um, for argument's sake, yeah, would you let um that sister who's strung out in heroin, would you let the sister mind your two children tonight? Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't let nothing happen to them. While she is strung out on heroin? No, like, but it's no different than 
smoking a few joints, like. Jesus, I think I think a problem. A bit more than uh, smoking a few joints. No, it's a different age, but the point is that people are and they still function. No, but what I'm saying is, your two children, your 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 pride and joy, and um, the most precious thing in your life, I assume. You... No, if she was off her face, I wouldn't leave there, there and then. But like, she had like, if she was tomorrow and she wasn't off her face, yeah. I would. Okay, but this is this is hypothetical. But you think but even it's, the, but it's not, Adrian, because she's saying that a heroin addict. Okay, well then, let me give you another. There are, sorry, there are lots of perfectly functioning heroin addicts. Yeah, no, they're all functioning. As in, they can go to the toilet. No, some of them hold down jobs. Ah, would you stop? But does, there are just there drug heroin, addicts who hold down jobs. There's heroin. We're talking about heroin here. There's heroin. So there's judges who are heroin addicts. No, don't be stupid. Uh, the point I'm making is that. No, they're not all alright oh. I'm out of oh my, my god you're, you're, the, the two of you completely lost it I'm talking about when you go in the city centre Marlborough Street on the day that they're doing the methadone programme you would let one of those people mind your children if they're not awful like yeah what do you make of uh, of that um, Jess she's basically saying it is disgusting to be talking about sterilising people just because they happen to be addicts <laughs> Well, do you know what? It's disgusting to be bringing fucking meth babies and heroin babies into the world. But sure, look, Catherine would probably think that's all right, does she? No, but you don't have the right to tell anybody what to do with their women or their reproduction organs. So you're telling me it's right that that happens? Uh, it's life. No, you don't have to decide who has kids. Do you have kids? Do you have kids? Not yet, no. But I wouldn't be bringing them into a fucking drug-filled... Are you in a relationship? Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> oh, you're completely off the money there, Catherine. Completely Sorry, off what? the money. You're completely off Oh, what, off you're into money. women? Well, I tell you one thing, I'd rather so, try and go to a junkie so, than to you. Oh, so oh, you can I fuck off. talk to you for a long time. I don't give a fuck. A long fucking bring time. Fucking bring it. Oh, do you know what? Fucking tell me where and when, love. I'll say it to your fucking face. <laughs> Wouldn't waste me breath on you. Yeah, because you fucking couldn't love that I, way. I, I, I'm, I'm curious, <laughs> Catherine, to know what what your uh, issue is here with offering money to drug addicts not to have babies. Because I know from speaking to you in the past that you, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, did you not say on a recent podcast that you threw boiling boiling water over a drug addict for no. shooting up in public? So that's not what she said. I remember that podcast. She said, Yeah, no, I did. I did. I threw cock. Coffee yeah, cup coffee. of water over him. No, I did. But so that's because he was kid. shooting up in front of kids. What the fuck are you still talking for? I said time and place, love. What do I fuck off? Okay, as mind for Relax there, will you? As for Tom boiling water, right, that fella who was fucking shooting up, he was doing it up in public. And I do it again. Okay, you have obviously seen children being cared for by drug addicts, yes? Like I've seen it out in town and all. Do you think it is okay for a drug addict... To have a baby. Yeah, because it's not up to me to tell them it's not. You see, that's... Who, the fuck, who the fuck do we think we are that we can tell people? There you are, Jeremy. Again, have you ever, have you spent time in the city centre over the last couple of years and seen the amount of addicts that are going around? I know what goes on. I see it all the time. I'm always on O'Connell Street and all. I just see them all walking around like zombies. I know what I see, but what? it's not about that. It's about, like, you can't start telling people what they can and can't do with their bodies. Have you ever heard a baby being born with uh, with cold turkey? Uh, born with a drug addiction where the baby comes out of the womb and is craving either methadone or heroin? No. You haven't? Never seen it. No, you've never seen it, but you must have heard about it. No. Okay, it's the most one of the most horrific things ever. Ever. So, it, it, the point... Yeah, I don't, 
reason he's making things up to suit his own agenda. He's not trying to say stuff to make people think a certain way because you think the way you think should be the way everyone thinks. You're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel now for listeners. Okay, there. here, the, the, point I'm try, the point we're trying to make is that uh, babies are born to drug addicts addicted to the drug that their mother is addicted to, okay? It's a horrible thing to witness. Uh, ask any uh, clinician who has ever witnessed a baby um, going through cold turkey after birth. A lot of people are totally against drug addicts having babies. Do you not get that? What about alcohol? Perhaps the same as well, yeah. So we should start sterilising people who shouldn't. What about people who are broke having kids? Stay there for a second, Catherine. Let me go to uh, line two. Leslie, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Uh, Good, thanks, Leslie. Well, what did you want to say on this? Uh, I think it's a good idea to offer long-term contraception. Um, I don't know really about bribing them into it, um, but to put them on long-term contraception and then... I know, but, uh, but because we see so many uh, drug addicts getting pregnant or being pregnant or having had a baby, um, maybe bribery is what's needed. Yeah, I don't know if my I don't know consciously though if if they just like would just go and spend all that money on more drugs. Do you know that person? No, and, and they may well. Uh, but as as Jeremy said earlier on, that money isn't going to last for life. No, it's not as if you're paying them to have an addic- to to fund their addiction for the rest of their life. It's a couple of hundred quid, which they'd probably get anyway. But I do think that like to make someone to go on long term contraception, and then if after they can prove themselves after five six years of being clean and sober, they change their minds and want to have a baby. Well, then you know they have that option. But I think if they're in their 30s and they have had an addiction for a long, long period of time, then, yeah, they should be sterilised. Forcibly? I don't think you can forcibly make anybody do anything. No, and I, I, I agree. I think that notion, uh, that suggestion of forcibly sterilising anybody is, well, it's completely against any human rights you may ever have had. Um, I mean, it is, let's face it. So uh, forced sterilisation. But you would support the idea of a charity like this charity, Project Prevention, opening in Ireland and providing this service? I would, yeah. I definitely would. I've, I've, I've seen Alex and I've seen a baby being born um, with a heroin-addicted mother and the baby having to be go through cold turkey. Well, you have witnessed um, that yourself. Yeah, and she had two other children that were completely neglected and now her teenage son is addicted to heroin. You see, Catherine, you accused us of... I don't now. Sorry, hello? I don't give a fuck about now. Hello, Catherine. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, sorry, sorry about that. My uncle doesn't listen to me. I, I got a message actually a couple of minutes ago and I read it out. I don't know if you heard it. Catherine is not a great parent herself if she talks like that around her kids. Oh, that's a different day's work. We're not here to judge her in the way she speaks to her kids, for God's sake. I don't talk like that in front of my kids. Okay, well, go on anyway. What did you want to say? Uh, like, yeah, I'm just disgusted like you that you are actually letting this conversation even take place. I don't even know like who you think is there. Like, okay, letting all these okay but then you, you obviously didn't hear. You're obviously screaming at your kids when Leslie made the point. Leslie on the other line has witnessed a baby being born. Leslie, can you explain to Catherine what it was like to see a baby being born with cold turkey? It was absolutely horrific. And her mother left the baby in the hospital and disappeared for two weeks and left her two children at home to fend for themselves. 
um, or she had her other form addicted to heroin at 15. Um, like it was, it was absolutely awful. And I personally myself got sterilized at 29. Why was that? I did it because I had three children and I had my first baby when I was 17. And when I was 29, I thought I didn't want any more children and I wasn't financially stable to have any more children. And I didn't want to run the risk of getting pregnant again. And at about 33, 34, I sort of said to myself, oh, maybe I wouldn't mind having another baby. And I sort of regret getting sterilized. But then that was just a phase. I was feeling a bit broody and stuff like that. And in the long run, I did the best decision for myself and for my children not to have another baby. Stay there for a second because, Catherine, I've been asked to play. Uh, are you still there, Catherine? Hello? Yeah, I am, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I've been asked to play this message for you. <laughs> I'm sure Catherine's kids are going to be outstanding citizens of society when they grow up. Um, my mum actually gave birth to my sister a couple of years, well, 18 years ago, and there was a baby that was born at the same time, and she said she will never forget the screams and the screeches of that child because it was withdrawn from drugs that its mother had enforced on it. All right. Um, and it, uh, like we said, uh, Catherine, you accused us of making this up. We didn't make this up. This happens very regularly. Now, I don't believe there is a woman going around paying women to sterilise themselves. I don't believe that. Because they're making stories up for you as a radio show, and it's disgusting. No, we're it's not. not like, uh, babies are born to drug-addicted parents or mothers. Like the other day, is that I was listening... I was listening to you out in the walk, you are talking about masturbation and wanking and all that. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you just, you just say anything no, it, it, for, like, you, you don't want to listen to uh, the reality of the, no, the, the life are, of drug I, I listen to reality, mothers. but I won't listen to a pair of fools making stories up. Oh, go on, Catherine. Good luck, good luck, good luck. Um, I'm going to... Sorry, does she not believe that this baby's born? No, I, I get no the, she's saying we're ma- we make it up. What? We're making this up. So there's no babies being born to drug addicted Obviously mothers. there is. But why is she not believing I that? don't know. I, I can't get my head around why so there is. Catherine, do you honestly not believe that? No, I believe it's happening. I don't believe that there's a woman, oh, yeah, you're saying, oh, she's in the USA or wherever she is. Okay. Yeah, let me just give you... uh, Full of shite. Okay, let me just give you the stats from last year, okay? So in Ireland, Catherine, yeah? Hello? Go on, enlighten me. I can't fucking wait. You don't want to hear the figures you don't. In Ireland last year, 102 babies were born with either a drug or an, an alcohol addiction. So that's babies... Literally coming but out. Why aren't they sterilizing Alkies? But they're not sterilizing anybody at the moment. I'm saying you don't believe the figures exist. 102. No, I do. I just believe you are making up stories about John Wong going around sterilizing people because you believe that these people should no, be sterilized. Hang, hang on. Nobody's going around sterilizing people. This woman in America that we were talking about, and we'll send you a link to a documentary about her if you don't believe us. Oh, I'm this, sure you will. Yeah, I'll be waiting for it. This woman. I'll be waiting here for oh, Catherine, stop. Seriously. Uh, Miriam, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi. Miriam. Hi Adrian. Hi Jeremy. Hey, yeah, what do you want to say um, on this, Miriam? Um, I'm actually torn on this subject. I'm I'm swaying between the two. Like I do think it is horrific, like what a child has to go through, you know, 
growing up with parents that, that are drug addicts and babies being born into the world, you know, addicted to heroin and what have you. And as we said earlier on, uh, looking at a bleak future, destined to a bleak future, a oh, child yeah. is. Her- yeah, horrific. Absolutely horrific. Like, I haven't witnessed it myself personally, but being a mother of, you know, a mother myself, like, I'm totally against drugs and I, I wouldn't want a life like that for a child because I do feel like, in a way, it is a, it is child abuse. But in saying that, um, there is a lot of, you know, I don't like to use the word junkies, drug addicts that do get clean, you know, that there is help out there and they do come off it. What like w- what happens with them if they want to have children then and, and they are really trying, you know, because at the end of the day, they are someone's mother, you know, someone's daughter, cousin, etc. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we do all deserve a, a right to life, like, you know, a right, a right to choice to choose, like not be forced into, you know, having to be sterilized. But what you about what about the way. what about the rights of the baby? Because as far as oh, I'm yeah, yeah. as far yeah, as yeah, I'm I, concerned, the baby born to an addict mother is not being given oh, any, no, any, no, chance, no. any chance. Any yeah, chance in no, life. No, no, the baby has definitely has a right too. Like so that's what I'm saying. I'm torn between the two, you know. Is there is there any other option? Is there any other way before going towards sterilization? Like, you know, you know, can they be helped down the line? And if there is no other way out, then okay, sterilization then. But to be forced, is that is that cruel? Yeah, no, I, I, I just think the, the, even the thought of forced yeah. sterilization is just ridiculous. It really yeah, is. Yeah. It's something that Hitler uh, would have done in the Nazi days. It's that's it's, what I was thinking. Yeah. Like you know, it's not something there now. It, you know, you're being sterilized, and that's it. You've no choice. And it's not something we could realistically like, ever. You know, take, you know it's never yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all the while, it is it is upsetting to uh, see drug addicts with children. It really is. It is. It's desperate. Yeah, it is. It's horrific. Like, and it's just getting worse. Like you see them in town, and like for instance. A couple of weeks ago there, I was on the Lewis and, you know, I, I seen a dad uh, obviously on drugs and the boy must have been about seven or eight. And the little boy just looked totally lost. Um, you know, the clothes were tattered and worn looking on him and the dad was passing out, you know, obviously under the influence, passing out. And, and the little boy was just holding his hand, rubbing his little hands and it was just heartbreaking. Oh, it's dreadful. See. It really is. If, um, you know, it's, um, it's horrible to see. But again, like I said, uh, I don't think anybody would support the notion of forced sterilization yeah, for yeah, anybody. Yeah. I really, I That's really what don't. I'm saying. I'm not saying it's right to bring a child into the world under the influence. Definitely not. But I am saying at the end of the day to be forced and sterilization, it's horrific as well. So that's what I was making the point and saying, I'm torn, you know, like, where do you go on this? You know, what do you, what do, you do to resolve this situation? But in a more humane manner, if you get me. And maybe, you know? maybe this woman's charity is the way to do it, that you offer them an encouragement to yeah, um, yeah, yeah. take yeah, more permanent yeah. contraception or get sterilized. Stay yeah, there for a yeah, moment. Yeah. I want to squeeze in one final call. And that's you, Amy. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you guys? Uh, good, thanks. What did you want to say on this? I don't believe in the forced sterilization. I do believe in maybe medium to short to medium term of contraception of the bar or something that was mentioned before. But I have my daughter, prim- I'm sorry, I'm getting upset now. I have my daughter prematurely um, 12 years ago um, while she was in the special care unit in an incubator. There was a baby beside her, sorry, um, there was a baby beside her who had been born to a heroin addict. And he was scrunched up and screaming blue murder, obviously. And the mother just kept arguing with nurses and fighting with the nurses of how she wanted to take him out of the incubator and hold him. And it was just, it was hard. sorry. 
it's wow, it, 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 this still bothers you all this time later. Oh, yeah. And we had a caller on a couple of minutes ago saying this doesn't happen. Well, Catherine is obviously blamed to what goes on in the world because this very much happens. Very much happens. And uh, what's upsetting you is what you witnessed with that little baby. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, little, it was that awesome, li- like, all I wanted to do, like, all I wanted to do was take my daughter out of her incubator, which I could do because she was early, but she was okay. But they were trying to make him better, and the mother just kept fighting with the nurses and had to actually get security down. So we were talking about sterilisation of drug addicts to stop babies being born like that, and this was how long ago? Twelve years ago. Um, You'd wonder, you'd yeah. wonder where that child That's is now. That's exactly Amy. what I was about yeah. to say. You would wonder where that child is now, and what sort of life, yeah. what sort of life that that they have now. Maybe, geez, we could be wrong. Maybe that that child is now doing very well for themselves. But I would, I would, I would say probably not. not hopefully, yeah. as ignorant as this may come, hopefully that the child wasn't given back to the mother, and someone else took care of him until she was ready to do so. Oh yeah, I wouldn't let I wouldn't let a heroin addict mine my goldfish, and that's the god. And I'm sorry no. if that sounds harsh, no. but I would not trust them because heroin drug addiction it's a selfish, selfish thing. The only thing you're thinking of is yourself, and at the height of your drug addiction. Uh, a, a parent, yeah, would probably let their child starve uh, so that they could feed their own habit. So if they had 20 quid left, they'd buy their heroin rather than, than feed their child. So, they, yeah, it's just... I I have an image now of what you witnessed, and it just sounds horrific. Oh, awful. absolutely awful. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but just, I don't think the mother would have been able to breastfeed and stuff like that if she was a heroin user. Um, I mean, you're told even not to drink coffee when you're breastfeeding much. Well, not much coffee. Um, so having to buy formula is quite expensive. So. so we were talking about the idea of sterilizing or offering a financial encouragement to a drug addict to uh, get sterilized. Would you like to see a charity like that opening here in Ireland and doing the same thing? Um, uh, I don't know because I'm sure the money is going to go on that. And then the uh, sterilization is a long-term thing. I mean, what if there's a drug addict trying to change their ways? And, which there's a lot of drug addicts trying to change their ways. And I'm okay, but e- e- even if it were long-term uh, contraception, like a bar or something like that. Yeah. You'd be in favour of that. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, guys, and I, I've never done this before since we started the podcast, um, and I'm asking you, Adrian, as well, because you're in control of the buttons, and I'm sure you do agree, Amy. Can we end the topic now? Because I'm actually really, really upset. Um, no, I don't. God, I even have a lump in my throat. I'm finding it hard to get the words out. Listening to you, what you described there, Amy, has absolutely got me, because I, be, I was in the labour ward three times with my own kids, and thankfully, you know, they were born, they were born uh, healthy and all that. But I just have an image in my mind of that poor baby. And by the, the way, this was 12 years ago. Yeah. This happens every year. I'm actually. And you, you, you quoted a figure of 102 babies uh, born last year in Ireland to drug addicted mothers. That's so all. multiply that by uh, 12. That's uh, over a thousand babies since uh, the baby you witnessed, uh, Amy. Yeah. Over a thousand babies have been born in this situation. I think... Yeah, yeah. probably. I'm, I feel... And that will be a lot of statistics. Sorry, Jeremy. I feel sick. Uh, I just... I, I don't want to talk anymore about it. Can we end, mm. end the, All right. the a- 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 Amy, I really appreciate you talking to us. Thanks very much indeed. Cheers. Oh, um, thank you.
And I want to I know, squeeze I know, in. I know we had we had five other calls lined up to go to, um, but and I'm sure they won't mind. It's just I feel sick after that. Mm. Like, okay, let me just squeeze in uh, one final message from Jess. Like she comes on and speaks to everybody like shit. Like why listen to the podcast if you don't like what you're talking about? Seriously, get off the show. Everyone is sick of listening to you every week. You've something else to say. Like all right, that's a dig at uh, that lady Catherine who was on uh, a while ago. Uh, and Catherine, I have to say I don't understand why you listen. Yeah. If you think we make stuff up, we you've just heard that story, and I hope you're still listening to uh, hear what Amy has uh, just described. It was horrific and still affects her to this day. I mean, there's oh god, Magella, a baby going through drugs detox can't even be held to be comforted, it hurts them to be held, and oh. I'm just going to go home and hug my kids after today's topic. It's horrible, isn't it? It is horrible. Thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it on your own social media channels. If it's your first time finding us, um, please hit subscribe or uh, the plus symbol or the uh, bell on Spotify and you will be notified every time we upload a new edition of uh, Opinions Matter. And if if this is your first time finding us, there are over 400 other episodes of Opinions Matter for you to uh, root through and uh, listen. Thanks very much indeed for joining us and we'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.